1: Welcome to Light Years. You know what, Andy? I thought we were going to uh I thought we were gonna talk about a few other items, maybe how the Warriors matched up with the Suns, how Wiseman looked against Aiton, um you know, just the general stuff, but this game took a different direction. And shout out shout out to Legend Clay Thompson for, for spicing it up. Um
2: I think this is what we expected tonight if tonight was a Western Conference Finals playoff game. This is what I was expecting last season. Uh, Not expecting the Suns to win by 30, of course. But that the amount of chippiness and intensity and all of that, it felt like the Suns were giving their best effort. I I think the Warriors were too. I think the Warriors were just bad. Uh, I think the Suns were giving their best effort, and uh, you can tell, right, in a game like tonight, that the Suns are built for the regular season. They're like a machine. <laughs> and uh, but but no, but back to Clay. Um, I think just kind of a perfect encapsulation of the Warriors through four games, where it's kind of up and down and up and down. And I thought the Warriors and Clay melted down tonight.
1: Yeah. Um, I actually want to take it back to pregame. Let's let's start there. Yep. Let's get the screen share up here. Uh Clay's frustrated over what was going on the last couple games. Um you know, he's still on a minutes restriction. I'm sure he's clearly frustrated about it. Tim, hit play.
2: Thought I had a really good game opening night, a decent game. Game 2 and game 3 I was not good. So hopefully tonight will be even better, but I mean, I'm still playing 25 minutes, 26 minutes tonight. And although it's not my usual 30, 35, it's still something to work with. And uh, I'm not going to worry about made shots or statistics. I'm going to just gonna go out there and play hard and be a two-way impactful player. And I know the big shooting nights will come as long as I just stay the course and stay patient and trust our training staff to let me go when I need to. Because I was in the same formula last year and it led to a championship. So I can get
1: frustrated all I want, but – uh, and I trust our staff. They they know what they're doing. Andy Lou, my first take on this is Clay is the worst poker player, probably on the team. Um, and I mean that in the most endearing way possible. Because anytime someone goes, you know, I, I I'm not frustrated because it's part of the process. You're frustrated a little bit, you know. <laughs> it's like, I, and I don't even mean it in a bad way. It's just like that's Clay. He doesn't. Uh, it, it he's. 48 minutes a game type of guy, right? He looks like he's trying
2: to convince himself what he's saying is actually true, <laughs> yeah. um, is what that looked like. Uh, just the 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 smile, like the faking smile there, just all of it, I think, Clay, he's frustrated. He looks like he's not ready to play basketball. Um, I think we were all concerned with him coming into the season. Um, now it makes sense, right? That, that he probably, honestly, he probably shouldn't have started the season playing. Um, we know why with the ring night and everything, but he wasn't ready. He's still not ready. To me, I'm not worried, uh, but I can see why Clay Thompson would be. And then tonight, he goes one for what? One for eight before getting into a, a shouting match with Devin Booker. And we've never, ever seen him that angry. We've never seen him ejected. He's never been ejected before in his career. And I think uh, I, it's interesting to see him that uh, angry. And then the Warriors just kind of gave up after that. They, they didn't stand a chance. The, the Suns pretty much ran them over. So um, an interesting start to the season,
1: Sam, that I didn't see coming, especially with, with Clay Thompson. In some ways, I'm kind of grateful it went down that way because um, it, it just shows a little fight. And the core players, I, I truly believe that they land on the Phoenix talks way too much for a team who hasn't accomplished anything. So they're just like, screw this type of thing. Like, do you think any of this matters to Clay Thompson? Do you think any of this matters to Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Kayvon Looney, even Andrew Wiggins, throw them in there? Like guys who've accomplished things for this team. Do you think they do you think any of this matters to them?
2: Uh no. And I also know for a fact, like you just said, that the Warriors don't respect the Suns. Um indivi- <laughs> individually. Right, I I see a link here. I see a quote here from Devin Booker after the game, saying he loves Clay, wanted to be Clay when he entered the league. I'm sure they lo- they like each other. But when you're talking about the Warriors uh, saying, "Hey, are the Suns a championship contending team?" because it feels like that's how the Suns play tonight, I bet you the Warriors don't feel that way. So that that's part of, I guess, the frustration. That I mean, even before the even before Clay got tossed, the Warriors were getting outplayed. They were losing this game, and. Um, I just I think all of that kind of came together with Clay. He just these last couple of games, he's forcing it, right? He's shoot he's shooting shots that just generally even worse that he normally does. He isn't making them. I actually thought his defense was okay tonight, but he's not getting getting, you know, many chances to just play basketball. That's the other thing, too. He's playing what 15-20 minutes a game It's just not enough. So um just I think generally tough for him.
1: Yeah. Frustrating all-around game in general looked like a player who was just l- trying to get himself going. That's the big thing for me. Um, I think it's probably positive for the Warriors team that that sort of thing happens, particularly since it's Clay who's gotten a little more fiery as as the years have gone on. And yeah. um, could you just talk about the Phoenix Suns just a little bit here? Let's see if I can pull up actually the box score on this game. I think at least part of the frustration was the free throw disparity. I'm not going to say that has everything right. to do with the game, but at one point the Warriors had only taken nine free throws to the Suns 27 um, sort of thing that's going to get on a player kind of frustrate them a little bit Yep, in general. Uh, and then, you know, seven techs at the start of the third quarter, kind of wild, just a quintessential early season NBA game. It, you know, I thought there was good competitive energy on both sides but kind of wasted with the over-officiating and the chirping. And it is what it is at this point, right?
2: It is. I thought it was the best atmosphere of uh, of a basketball game so far. Here, here's, here's also another thing. I don't mean to get on a tangent, but the Warriors are the most exciting thing that has happened in basketball the last 10 seasons plus. Every single season – Every single national TV game. They are must see TV. And tonight, same thing. I think anybody gives a shit if it's the Suns versus the Pelicans tonight. And by the way, the Pelicans look amazing, but nobody gives a shit. But you go and you throw the Warriors on, defending champions. You got Steph, Clay, Draymond, Poole, Wiggins, and you got the Suns who choked last time we saw them at home. And you put that together. It's perfect. This is game four of the regular season of the NBA, and we've got. Playoff atmosphere, I, dude. Only the Warriors can do that. Only the Warriors can uh, can provide that type of uh, uh, type of value. Not now. I forgot what the tangent, what the the main thing you we were getting to, Sam. But I just it just popped in my head just talking about this game is the war the war the NBA. Adam Silver they owe the Warriors.
1: You know what I mean? They owe the Warriors.
2: All nice. Right, what do we got coming up here.
1: So first off, if you want to call into the show. I dropped the link in the Discord. Anyone can come through. We're going to bring you up when we get to the section, the goon section, but I decided to bring up the box score here. So let's let's talk a little, let's talk a little bit about this game beyond the clay ejection. I think the first thing that stands out to you, 134 points. You yeah. could say post clay ejection the game was worthless. They still allowed 71 points in the first half well within the range of competitiveness that's a third straight game in a row they've allowed 70 plus in the first half not something you're used to with the Warriors not something you're used to with a contending team um I don't want to say where's your concern level because that just feels like a troll comment to make in October you know like Andy are you concerned that they allowed 70 in three straight first halves in October 20, you know know what I mean? But like, um, kind of a fair question though. I mean, it's not the way they opened last year. Uh, and it's not the way they opened any of their title years where they came out locked in on defense. So I do think it's at least minimum worth calling out.
2: I am concerned. (laughs) I am concerned. I know you are trying to make you know I, know, I know what you're going to say. I know it's October. I know it's all this stuff. I'm concerned. I'm concerned because I don't really see a way that they get better outside. Now, okay, they are going to get better. They're not going to allow 70 points a half in every single game, basketball game that they play, especially when they play Memphis and Charlotte coming up, who are bad offenses. They'll be fine. But I don't see them becoming a top five defensive team, which they are, which they were last season. Um consistently. Are they going to be top five when they have Draymond and Looney on the floor and Wiggins on the floor? Yes. But the problem right now to me, Sam, is we have to see Wiseman get better on defense. We have to see Kaminga get better. We have to see Jordan Poole get better on defense, Moses Moody. All those guys get better and there is no solution. There is no lineup rotation that's going to solve this, right? Outside of playing Draymond 45 minutes, which which is not going to happen. So to me, it's You've got to see Wiseman get better and get better fast because that is the one guy to me that is, whew, he's bad on defense. On defense. He is terrible. And again, I say this, understanding that he hasn't played many basketball games and he's very young and he has to learn. If you're not going to learn in October, you're never going to get better. But he is terrible on defense. <laughs> and, and that is what it looks like. So, And he's going to get better. So we'll see what happens come December, Sam, but I don't think there's like Curgis can't say, well, today I'm going to play Jermichael Green and, and Dante and, and next to Wiseman right. we'll it's, solve it. It's not happening. That's not it's, how it's going to get it's solved. It's
1: two separate questions. Will he get better? Yes. Will he get to the level you need to compete in the Western Conference finals, the finals, uh, in six to nine months? It's a different question because uh, development's not linear. And he's not that far along. And the idea that he can get where the Warriors need him to get to replace a GP2 or an Otto Porter in the playoffs, it's not a given. It's interesting to watch. To me, when I look at the Warriors, their starting lineup's fine. Those guys know how to compete against anyone. Sure. And Jordan Poole at this stage can play a six-man role in any level. The real question is after that they let two to three vets who could compete at that level walk. They let GP two go. They let Otto Porter go. Uh, they let Bealita go. Although Bielitsa might be re- is kind of retired, so <laughs> they may not have a say in that one. Mm-hmm. Um, the real question is who on their bench ends up replacing those guys come playoffs, and it can go it can go any different way. You know what I'm saying? Like it's you're mentioning Wiseman because he's getting the biggest shot. At kind of proving himself right now like sure. anyway you so i said he's getting he's getting more run than kuminga and moody and there's reasons for that like part of it is uh he was the number two pick and they're up against his like contract option year, so they better figure out if he's part of the future or not sooner than later right like that's part of it um the other part of it is just you know they haven't had a big and they want to see what it looks like with one so There's all these things. They don't need everyone. They don't need Jermichael Green and Dante Divincenzo and all of them to be players. But like, at least a few of them need to be. You need you need a competent eight man to get there. And and it's it's gonna be fun to see which ones get there.
2: Which which is why I'm not concerned long term because I know Sam, dude. Like I know long term everybody healthy come May and they have to win tonight's game. You really think Wiseman's playing? Like, come on. Like, Kaminga, you really think he's playing? Come on. He's not no. sniffing the floor. Like, those guys aren't sniffing. Moody, you know, he, he, actually. He might be out there. But, like, uh, just in, oh, an, in an actual in an actual series. Ty Jerome, is he playing? Absolutely. Absolutely freaking not, right? So, um, you talk about... But, but the point of the 82-game regular season is to find out maybe Wiseman does play 10 minutes in the postseason, right? Maybe he does play 15 minutes. Maybe Kaminga, who I thought... I just... I, Man, can I talk about Kaminga for a second? I feel bad for John the Kaminga. I think he's... Tonight, and I understand rotations, it's sometimes the lineup construction. You can't play Kaminga next to, 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 to Wiseman. But Ty Jerome is awful. And he's getting minutes over Kaminga. He got he got four minutes more than Kaminga in the first half, and I was furious. Not because I have anything against Ty Jerome, but because John the Kaminga has so much talent, and I have no idea if he's good at basketball. No idea. And I think the Warriors do need to find out and I, and 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 he's going to play a lot more here moving forward. But dude, he has to play. He has to, has to, has to play, and not at the three, right? If it means maybe not playing John Michael Green, who frankly has not been that impressive this season, then so be it. But he has to play. That's my that's my Kaminga tangent that I've annoyed about.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's part of what they're trying to figure out right now is how they play these guys. They have all these young players. The two timeline thing. Um, and it's, you know, your two highest picks, you can't play them together and win games at the same time right now. It's okay because they have so much talent on the roster. They might be able to mix and match it. You might be able to get away with it in the short term. Uh, but it it does kind of speak to the challenges of what they're trying to do. And, you know, it's game four, they're two and two, uh, if they rolled out. If they brought back GV2 and Auto Porter, they're 4-0. Probably. You know? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know well, how GB2's much hard, I need to so say. Probably not. No, that's true, too. So, maybe they're <laughs> not. Maybe they're 2-2. Maybe two and two. But my, my point is, I didn't think Denver was better than them, and I don't think Phoenix is better than them. Sure. I just think both those teams took advantage of the fact that when the Warriors' main lineup goes off the floor, uh, they don't really know who they are right now. Like, yeah. Yeah. they, you know, tonight was Jordan Poole's best game. And it's not a coincidence he went off because Wiseman was not in the same rotation as him. He had space. He could cook. He could do the whole Jordan Poole shimmy dance thing. And it worked. Uh, And that's something he wasn't allowed to do the first three games when he was playing with James Wiseman. Same time, Wiseman gets thrown in with the starters and it gets a little rougher and a little more confusing for them. And that's just the reality of it. He's played a 1,000 minutes in four years. It's going to be a long growth curve before you get to this level of basketball, um, the and and that and that's kind of that's kind of the thing we're dealing with right now. The Warriors,
2: by the way, have the uh, the Miami Heat, who are one in three. Uh, interestingly enough, the the Hornets, I almost I always, almost a Bobcats, and the Pistons coming up next three games. So, I think if you're the Warriors, that you start to pile up some wins. Because I, I do think part of what happened tonight is I think things get a little frustrating. You know, it's not like you're 20 games over 500, right? Um, so I think things start to get a little frustrating. I think you still have to look at this team in terms of, of, of finding a way to win games. But the Warriors can pile on some here uh, during the road trip. Maybe maybe less stress. But I'm I'm with you on the uh, the Jordan Poole stuff. You look great tonight. Uh, the Wiseman stuff. All that stuff gets just... I think Steve Kerr quickly found out you can't play eleven guys. He very, very quickly found that out, um, and so now the Warriors are ten. And so we'll see. And and Dante DiVincenzo street closed tonight. Looks like he he won't be playing for, for a couple of weeks. So,
1: yeah, Dante's on um uh, reevaluating a week. Given that it's a Hammy, I'm going to assume it's more than a week. Hammy uh, Hammy's Hammy's hammies aren't a six day deal. You know they're not a seven day deal. I'm trying to bring up a quote here because we have our first postgame quote from uh, Kendra Andrews over at ESPN. Steve Kerr goes, we're nowhere close to where we need to be right now. We're a very poor defensive team. He says their defensive issues start with transition D and then later when they were late on rotations. So basically, they can't guard in transition. They don't guard a point of attack, and they don't rotate well. Sick. You just summed up every aspect of defense possible, Steve. Appreciate you. Sit. <laughs> Sit. And by the way, he's right. <laughs> by the I way, think he's it, right. I think it's hilarious because um, I read that quote and I and I see Steve Kerr um, trying to, you know, quell finger pointing and be like, we have a lot of work to do across the board, and everyone has to come together. And, and he's probably right on some level, right? But it's just like you know it's early season stuff cuz like that that was such a nothing burger of a quote it's like yeah we we got to get better on transition we got to get better point of attack we got to rotate better we got to guard the post better we got to rebound better like like okay <laughs> so <laughs> so everything
2: pretty much pretty much every single thing uh you have to do better um as as a defensive coach that that Steve we know is i think uh dude i think this is going to start wearing on him i'm i'm very interested to see uh, how much patience he has this season, how much patience he has, uh, this season. Uh, Kaminga got taken out of the co- rotation quick again, unfairly. I keep saying, <laughs> uh, unfairly, but, um, you know, he'll be the back. Fall,
1: the fall guy. It's like the, um, you know, it's, it's, it's like when Paul gets taken to the room and it's from, I went, to, whatever.
2: So, someone very close texted me, <laughs> uh, to the Warriors texted me that, hey, uh, Kaminga's being treated exactly like Jordan Poole is, um, his his second season of the NBA I start laughing. I was like I was like, yeah, well, you know, you remember when Nico Mannion was was playing minutes over at Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole gets sent <laughs> back to the G League, right? So um we don't think Kuminga's gonna get sent back to the G or maybe he will. But I just it's it's very I think it sucks. I think he needs to play and uh, I think he needs to play the five.
1: See what he can do out there at the five. Um anyway anyway. Or next or next to or next to Draymond you know or dream yeah, with the five, sure. same, same thing. They tried that
2: tonight. They tried that tonight. He does a lot of dumb shit, right? Like he just dribbles to the basket for no reason and then throws some up. But it's like, dude, well, that's half the team right now, right? You gotta let these, you gotta let these guys play, um, and and have them figure it out. Well, it's really only two guys that just does weird dumb crap all, all the time. But you know, those guys need to figure it out, um, and uh, get back on transition, like Steve is saying, and figure out how to play point attack defense, like Steve was saying, and figure out how to rotate. And you know, if they can do all three things, I think they'll be they'll be all right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> should we uh should we get to the goons? Let's get to the goons. All right. Tim. Who's Ooh. first up today? I'm gonna let Tim decide this one. We got a decent cue. Well, look at that. Oh, I look yo, way better. Yo.
2: Zoomed in. What's up, brother?
4: What up, Ty? Hat. Is
2: that a it
4: Dodgers did. hat? That's unfortunate. <laughs> nah, this is a regular fucking L.A. hat. It's, uh, uh, it's, in in blue, city, it's not man. even blue. It's black. Oh, shit. Yeah, there, it's not, not a Dodgers hat. Um, interesting game. Fun in the first half. Uh, I mean, you know, big dims of bozo, whatever um, kind of thing. Um, some shit I noticed. Transition's tough. I don't know whether that's a combo of old legs, uh, young brains, etc., cetera, et cetera. Uh, that and weirdly moody kept getting switched whether it was moody or jerome or the fucking guards kept getting switched on the bigs i don't know we were really really good last year at doing that matrix shit where like they would mind meld and communicate and you would think you know that shit would happen you know more with the starters even even though if you look at like the the advanced numbers the starters like defense is solid and the offense incredible right, right. um it, it, it's an interesting it's an interesting thing. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I'm not really I, that worried about it. Not really that stressed about it right now. Like Wise couldn't guard a Spain PNR. You know, of me, you, and Sam. Right. <laughs> so like, it is what it is. Uh, I, I don't
1: know, dude. I just, I just fucking hurt something again. So maybe
4: he could. I'm, yeah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. All somebody would have to do is like pump fake, and he's gonna jump, and then we're good. But all I'm saying is it'll get better. I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We should. Right? So, I mean, if that's the case, we should be fine.
2: Forgot Andre Godallo was on the team. He he might help. And you know, I midway through the game today, I was like, "Damn, you know, I know Andre doesn't really have many ligaments left, but it'd be nice to just have him out there and just point and direct." You know, that's one guy. The other thing I noticed too is Otto Porter is actually a really smart defender. Jermichael Green is he's fine, mm. but Otto Porter was a lot smarter, smarter and better I, than I could take credit for.
1: I'm I'm an auto guy, you, you know. I was all last year, even when he was like limping with a with a hurt foot half mm-hmm. the games and not mm-hmm. making shots. Um, I need to see Jermichael play with more vet-heavy lineups before I determine yeah, they can not carry that guy. A defense like but, it, like yeah. it's Otto was playing out there with Steph, uh, Wiggins, Draymond, and like I don't know GP GP two one
5: sure. of those guys. GP's so it's like
1: one, yeah. it's a little you know it's it's just about him playing his role. G- Jermichael is being asked to be the man with a bunch of kids. No. Uh, let's see how Jamichael looks. He plays with, like, I don't know, let, let's just say Steph, Poole, Wiggins, uh, and Draymond. I, I kind of think he'll look good, but then again, everyone looks good with that lineup yeah, combo, right? So,
2: well, well.
4: <laughs> not, well. One, not one big guy. But well. i, I, I ask, ask you this question. So there's obviously the push and pull between trying to get the the kids up to speed and trying to win enough games and 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 keep you know your starter fresh. Where do you think that line starts to starts to starts to get tough to toe? Like I would say, if at the top of the new year you're still hemorrhaging leads, then you kind of run into some issues because you're also going to run out of time. Obviously, Bob doesn't like to do midseason deals, but you run out of time kind of at that point. What do y'all think? I think before then, honestly.
1: Um, Top of the new year, don't quote me on the exact game number, but we're talking that would be close to game 40. I think. When we beat
4: the uh, Suns last year, because that was Christmas, and then there's no games until New Year's.
1: Yeah, 30. Okay, so kind of the same range. I guess, I guess, guess let me take a step back. You're probably not wrong. If we're somewhere between. Somewhere between game twenty five and forty, and it's looking like this, and the the attitudes kind of that 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 would be the point where it's like, all right i'm I'm running out of patience on it, this whole double experiment thing. it's
2: mm-hmm. it it wouldn't be a trade in my view. It would just be guys getting benched. Um there's no trade that can be like well, I mean, football. I
4: think that's gonna happen regardless though, right? Like Steve showed us last year. You know, he, he's going to yank the kids, you know, and Wise didn't play in the second half of this. Uh I don't know why Kaminga's not playing, but didn't Wiseman play. didn't play yeah. in the second yeah. half. Play, like, yeah. it's... He's trying to tinker. He's trying to get stuff right. I think you're right with the... Hey, we, ha- we don't usually have... Like, JaVale's the only guy we had, and he had asthma, so he couldn't run up and down the court. Like, the one thing that Wiseman does well is he's... He consistently runs up and down the court, you know, because it's no. a easy thing. Now, if he had to chew gum and do it, I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, um... Uh I don't know. I think that like the benching will happen. The question is my hot take, which is looking tough right now, was the combo of J. Michael Green and Dante DiVincenzo would be better for us than Otto and GP two. Super hot take, but it's looking sketchy. But if push comes to shove, if they're at least solid, we'll have eight, we'll have an eight yeah. man for yep. the playoffs. Yep. And we got the best top six in the league. So and, I mean and-
2: that's I agree with that. Oh, did we lose him? Did no, we, no, we got we got okay. Ty here. We're um, we're
1: we're we're going through our growing pains, growing pains of our own with learning how to screen share <laughs> and uh and use YouTube. Appreciate everyone here, you know. Uh, sure. you can't sure. you can't just assume Tim's gonna be prime Tim Duncan. He's gotta go through Fine, his he's big done. he's gotta go through his big gym phase. Can't be hey, prime uh, three man,
4: words, give him time,
1: right? Uh, <laughs> uh I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to screen share a tweet here. Oh. And oh, there we go. All right. Let, I, need, I, need your, I need your thought on this, and then uh, and then we're we'll getting you out of here. Booker sure. says Clay kept telling him that the Warriors have four rings. He repeated it over and over again. Where is our where is our love level for Clay being one for eight after not making shots for two? two to three games in a row and just still talking like
4: a maniac? I mean, so, look, I love Clay. My thing has always been he has uh, superstar love, role-player expectations. But um, I'm cool with it because he does have four rings. Like, fuck you. I got four rings. Like, what the fuck? Like, but I do wonder – we saw Clay struggle and the kind of assumptions we're going to get a second bump. Right. And obviously some of this is frustration. My only worry is if we're not going to get a higher level of consistency from Clay than last year, then maybe some of that stuff, like you're just kind of piling on things of, Oh man. All right. This kind of should have gone right, but didn't, Oh, man, this kind of didn't. So that would be my only thing. But, I mean, fuck Devin Booker. Like, good uh, <laughs> shit. Winner ring. Shit. What? There you go. We saw game seven. I got to hear. Appreciate you, Ty. All right, let's get to Argy.
1: Archie.
5: Archie, uh, sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Hey, uh, Ty spoke well, so I, I do agree That's with not, a bro. lot. I, I, what's going on, Andy? I agree with what Ty was saying. Um, I wasn't as worried uh, today with the game only because I was a victim last year of how high variance we kind of were um throughout the season. I remember when we lost to Denver, um, when we were wearing like the Scarlet jerseys, Um, I kinda, I had put a tweet out where I said that I've never seen a team that looks like they can win a championship, but they can also just get bounced out of the first round. Right. So looking at us now, I just, I know that, you know, Kerr for the most part, he's tinkering with lineups. I think, Let's say after 10 to 15 games, it'll be interesting to see like a stat to see how many different uh, lineup variations he's actually kind of done. I think most of that is really to to try to develop some of the kids or whatever uh, with Poole and Wiseman. I think it's it's pretty it's it's comedy seeing that on defense. Um, <laughs> I, I think the thing with Wiseman, I used to tell one of my friends about uh, Brandon Ingram when he was a a younger player. You know, he's really gonna take off when he realizes he's as tall as KD. And for for Wiseman, I bring that comparison as, once he realizes his height affects so many different shots and he actually starts committing, especially like when he's playing a drop and things, he'll start to realize like, you know what? My base doesn't need to be, let me model my game after, let's say a KG or Giannis. Right. I have Looney on my team. If I can just get like the the very simple, uh, you know, disciplined things to do with his skill set and with his athleticism, which is, you know, highly underrated, I think he'll be spectacular on defense and it'll open so much things for him offensively, especially with his confidence. But I do love that uh Poole is making like his best effort to really kind of get him engaged in those those uh units. It's just for me, it's the defense. Um, hopefully that's something I think that will get some, like get better towards the end of the season. I was, mm-hmm. I, I think I had a high, more hot take that maybe he would start showing, showing certain things by December, but I'm more inclined to say, let's see where he's at at the end of the season. Cause I'm really treating this like this is really his rookie season yeah. 0.5, 1.5 or whatever, but I don't put too much stock into the game. I'm not worried about the Suns at all. Um, I was, but, I was
1: that was literally my question for you. Uh, no. Where is your <laughs> I, I think I think it's a an Sun fans that like they're the concern level about them with the Warrior fans like it's below zero. It's it's just like we're more concerned with ourselves than anything at this point.
5: Yeah, you know, I have I have a lot of respect for Memphis, but them in Memphis, they, they want to be our rivals so bad. So it's kind of like I get it. But. I'm just not worried about them, especially not now. I think we're very battle tested. And the thing with Poole and Wiggins um in, in particular, they won rings, they both got paid, and they're really playing free basketball for the most part outside of the second half of this game. Wiggins has looked phenomenal. I, he's he's our second best player on the court to me. Um so I'm I'm pretty confident that we'll get things, you know, going as the season kind of goes along. Um but I really, really hope that. You know, like if they're really going to go all in with, you know, the Wiseman situation, that we do get like some positive things going, you know, post March.
1: Archie, appreciate it. Appreciate a good call. y'all. I appreciate the level headedness of that. because it's, You know, I like crazy easy.
2: calls. I like crazy calls. I also like those calls. And I
1: think uh, I, need, uh, I need, I need, I need a, I need a balance. I need, <laughs> I know. um, no. I need someone to get my, my heart rate going, but also someone to make me remember, you know, game four. There's seventy-eight more of these suckers and and, and maybe the playoffs, maybe the play-in right now. But you know, <laughs> by, by the way, to, to to
2: uh before we get to, to Ryan, who what the hell dude haven't haven't seen you in freaking years. Um James Wiseman in his prime is going to average 20 points a game. Uh it's ridiculous how easy he does it. It's ridiculous how much touch he has around the rim. Um, he's just going to do it effortlessly. Um, so I, I I know I sound angry about the defense, but holy shit, the dude's going to average 20-plus. I don't know if it's going to impact winning. I don't know. But, you know, let's find out.
6: Anyway, Ryan, sir, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, guys? Um, first off, I have to start by saying I was thinking this during the game. There's no team with more punchable faces on it than the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going through it. Mikhail Bridges, Jock Landale, Chris Paul, Jock Landale, Devin Booker.
1: They Tom are like K- the all incredulous face team where it's like,
5: what do I
6: do? What do I do?
1: Yeah. You know, like they, they, they all give you that face.
6: Yeah, it, it's it's insufferable. Thank God they have Damian Lee to balance them out. <laughs> world, <laughs> but, but, world champion friend of the Damian, show. Damian Lee.
1: One ring, think, Damian Lee. By the way, do you, One, think,
6: do you think Damian Lee entered the locker room and said, let me teach you guys how to win? Um. <laughs> did you see the quote about the plus minus thing? What? No. So Devin Booker was, they just won the Mavericks game. And he's like telling a story about Damian Lee was like at halftime, damn, I'm a minus. And he's like, what? We don't look at plus minus here.
2: it <laughs> has got to be a Steve Kerr thing, right? I mean, like that's,
6: that's, just, it just, it has to be. Um, Which does not bode well for our favorite center. <laughs> what else you got what else you got well uh my thing is uh kaminga came in and showed some of the athleticism stuff i thought he responded largely well he did have that one layup he biffed but he got into the position and i think i I just love to see him play through mistakes because he's the one come playoff time where i think he adds to our ceiling more than any other one of these other two kids because he could do a lot of that GP2 stuff on offense if he's given Correct. a consistent role. The issue is right now he's getting six minutes here, six minutes there. So, of course, he's going to be pressing to find his shot because there's nothing consistent there. And he has to be like, I'm on. I'm always going to have to continue to prove it. And that's just an issue with a young player. And he's going to fight through it. He always responds well. But I ju- I just like to see him a little bit more given this and team's don't. clear limitations on the perimeter defensively. <laughs> And it also lets Wiggins go down to the block in certain lineups and rebound. So that's my yeah. Take no, Kuminga. I mean, in a perfect world, if
1: Kuminga is kind of like the the perfect version of Kuminga, yeah, adding another six seven six eight wing who can slash to a lineup with Wiggins and Draymond, like that's a war- That's a Warriors um, like idealized right there where. Uh, everyone is both a three and a five at the same time and you don't know where it's coming from and then you got to deal with staff and next thing you know, someone's back cutting for a dunk. Yeah. And because they're six, seven and they can get their head above the rim, it is a dunk every time. Um, And so I agree with you because those type of players play in the playoffs, those type of players matter in the playoffs because they have no weaknesses. Like the thing that stands out to you the longer every playoff series goes, you're like, well, is Jordan pool going to be playable by game five, you know, or will they pick on him? Right. Is that center going to be playable by game five? Or is he going to play it off the floor? Somehow Looney's never got played off the floor because he's and never will quick feet. He's got, no, I mean, I mean, but, th- but that speaks to the point. Like how many series have you seen where like a guy like uh, Jonas Valanciunas gets like 20 in game one, and then is playing five minutes per game and in- by game five. And like, that's just,
6: this is kind of how it goes, right? That's every Warrior series ever. They just play the drop-covered center off the court, and then they're like, "Wait, this is the whole thing." I don't get about the Wiseman thing is they always play the center off the court. Why go take a big at two when you know that you're playing the other team's? Wow, well, the other the court? team, the other team doesn't have Steph. Um, I, I, think... I know that's that's <laughs> the general. <laughs> it's
2: always, it's always point a fair
1: point. The fair the point. He's he's an alien, and you you don't have an alien. Um, yeah.
2: one thing about DeAndre Ayton, by the way, I just thought of this while you were talking about speaking of like soft centers getting played off the court. That guy is continually, c- continually unimpressive. Add him to the punchable face list. I ju- he looked well. He looks like he's forty five. I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just oh, DeAndre Ayton never impresses me, Sam. He just frustrating a frustrating player to watch if i were a Suns fan thank goodness
1: i'm not no he's he's the epitome of good but not good enough but good enough that you don't want to give him up and so you do this rodeo where he disappoints you for four <laughs> years He he's brandon belt right
2: well hey hey hey
1: that guy that guy hit one of the biggest home runs
2: in uh in giants uh history gt chong what's up brother
7: hey what's up fellas how you doing good man good uh, what's up man uh you, you know what i'm not I'm not really too worried, you know it's still really early in the season. I think you know as soon as the chemistry starts building up with the uh I mean the DiVincenzo Vincenzo injury kind of mm. kind of dislodges it a little bit mm. but i I would say as soon as they start getting some chemistry with each other, I think that's what Kerr is trying to do with these young guys because. You see a whole, you know, night and day type of aspect that's going on with the starters. It's like, okay, you know, this is an example of how you guys should be playing. And then when these guys hit the court, it's like there's right now they're struggling to, you know, figure out how to play defense. Um, just going off of what I saw tonight, I saw Moody not really defending too terribly well. It, it looked like his feet were stuck in the mud, and and Kaminga still has some. He still had a lot of work to do on, you know, on the defensive end, but man, um, I still say it's really early in the season to start. You know, <laughs> start panicking. You know, but it's hell. It's a hell of a lot better than watching like the two thousand Warriors. I tell you that. <laughs> that's
1: true. That's that's always the go back. to It's like. Oh, you're mad about this? Let me tell you about Vontigo Cummings. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
7: yeah. Chris Mills hitting the side of the backboard, Mookie Just, talk, just talking just
1: talking yourself into like Sikasvili and uh, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. going yeah, through that, that one I know. That one. Going through going through it. That's, you know, I, yeah. I don't look I don't envy going back to those days. Um like
2: Albert Cheney guy. Or is that Cal- over there? Like, Calbert Cheney man. That's like yeah. pretty much when I started
7: watching. Like those years was when I first like was like, oh, look at this oh guy. yeah, the speedy Claxton years. Claxton, you couldn't yeah. stay healthy. It's like dang, but you know it's it's a heck of a lot better than watching that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I really wouldn't be too worried. And I think possibly I, this might be crazy, but possibly starting a Wiseman with these guys and letting them go through those defensive growing pains. Might be more beneficial because at least you have kind of a, a person that in Looney uh, on the second unit kind of holding the, the defensive side down a little bit. Um, I don't know that it, it, Jordan Poole's defense is he's he's still got a lot of work to do. So oh. yeah, he indeed does.
1: Yeah. Defense not defense didn't get him that hundred and <laughs> hundred and what. <laughs> Forty, 23, 123. Yeah. Some sort of number. Although, hey, that all uh that all defense team will get him a little more of those guarantees. So I got gotcha. you. Yep, all right. That's
7: all I got. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. All right. So you wanna did you wanna
2: bring up quote? I got another take. I feel like I just I'm I'm a little bit annoyed tonight watching the game. I just I'm just firing off takes. We have another we have another quote, Tim, you bring up.
1: Yeah, but you can fire off a take while Tim does this,
2: um, dude. Uh, actually, I'm going to wait because this is a great quote, and 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 my take is 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 directly correlated
1: to this. From friend of the show, Draymond Green, <laughs> the commitment to defense isn't there. It starts with me, and I'm going to make sure we get there. <laughs> um, I actually didn't know which direction the quote was going from the <laughs> first line. But I should have known. This is the most Draymond quote of all time from, from CJ Holmes to the SF Chronicle. Uh, thanks for tweeting that out. But yeah. <laughs>
2: Draymond Green looks freaking incredible to start the season. Uh, offensively, and I can't believe I'm saying it. Offensively, he looks great. A uh, couple and ones tonight got teed up because he didn't get one finishing over Aiton, went to the hole, contested finish, made a jumper to start the game. I'm not sure what's happening. I really don't know what's happening. Maybe he got the same HGH LeBron has. Don't know what's happening. Looks incredible. (laughs) Defensively, he's doing everything he can. Uh, To that quote's point, I don't know how much Draymond can get into these guys' ass to get their defense up, but if there's someone that's going to be able to figure it out, it's Draymond um, because he's going to have to get pooled. Short up, he's gonna have to get Wiseman. You know, Moody's even struggling on defense. I just think Moody's too slow sometimes. Um, and so he's just gonna have to pick these guys up. Sam, I don't know how he's gonna do it, but I'm not Trayvon. So, um, if there's one guy, right, that's the guy. That's, that's I really the do guy. think
1: it's down to two guys it's it's pool and it's Wiseman at this point. For you, me. Think you think those are like the weakest links, like those are the too. only ones. Um, pool yeah. at point of attack just doesn't give a fuck half the possessions. Like it, it's uh, it's very like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm out here to cook. um And, and, and so that's didn't... a, that's a problem, yeah. but Wiseman's equally, if not a bigger problem, like how many, how many open threes come from him just being a traffic cone and a kickout most of them. Right. So it's like, it's one of those things where those two guys got to get on the correct page and, and then, and then we'll see where we're at. And then it becomes down to, and then it comes down to Draymond kind of getting up guys to to play a little better. Yeah. But yeah. if those two guys aren't going to do it, I mean, it, it's it's not going to get better from there. They're playing a lot of
2: minutes too, right? Like Wiseman's averaging 20 almost a game, and is going to play 30 some a game. You can get away with Poole, though. Like, I think with Poole, it's, you know, he's going to give you 20, right? So what, what he gives away, he gets back, and he's so well, good. Well, so I,
1: I thought away. that was interesting tonight because they tried to separate him because I feel like huh? Poole was fine last year. But he was fine yeah. last year because you had Draymond and Looney behind him, which, like, it's as good as it gets in the NBA defensively, right? So he just – he didn't really even have to do much, right? Like, he has he has Wiggins, Draymond, Looney, and Steph next to him when he was starting last year. They're going to be fine on defense as long as he's not, like, Trey young Levels, right? Oh. Um Now, not so much the case. So they tried to separate him and – and, and Wiseman a little bit, see if that helps. But you know, through one game, not so much.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Should we Should we get out of here on that? I, th- I think that's I think that's sufficient for tonight. Appreciate everyone. Good. Pod will be up.